I really just want somebody who's going to aggressively fight for me in court. Is that too much to ask? Filing an eviction should not be complicated. There's got to be an easier way. Nothing frustrates me more than having to wait for my attorney to call me back. I need them now. What I really need from my law firm is someone who can provide my staff training so we actually can stay out of trouble. When you have property management problems, we have your solutions. This is the Zona Law Group podcast with the experienced attorneys from Zona Law. Well, welcome today. We're at the Zona Law Group podcast. It's May 5, 2020, Cinco de Mayo. And I'm honored to have with me today as our guest, Deborah Hill Fox. And Deborah, welcome. Thanks, Matt. Glad to be here. You know, we've known each other a long time. I understand there's going to be some changes in your life, and and we want to kind of reminisce about some of the past and what's going to happen in the future. So uh, tell us, what's new in your life? What's happening? Well, after 34 years of being in Arizona, I'm reverting back to Texas. Going to head for retirement and live on the lake. I thought I heard a little bit of a Texas accent there. So you're heading back to Texas. Heading back to Texas. All right. Well, yeah. you've been in Arizona how long? 34 years. And long you've time. been in the multi-housing industry for how long? Since 1980. Wow. All right. Well, give us a little bit of a thumbnail sketch about your background, your history in the multi-housing industry, so we can have a little bit of an idea of, of the history that you bring to this podcast. All right. Well, I started in Texas. Uh, a friend of mine asked me to... Uh, come to work for him as a leasing consultant. So I started there within six months. I was a property manager. Oh, scary thing. And then um, in 1986, I moved out here and I think uh, got involved with the Arizona Multi-Housing Association and and I made a lot of friends and you're one of them. Well, thank you. uh, I feel honored. Yeah, me too. We've been through a few years and a few battles together. You were my, you became my attorney for my communities and my properties for many years. And then I was lucky enough in 2002 to come to work with you, Matt. And you did. And we appreciate that. And, you know, we're, uh, we're excited to have you today. I mean, you're an icon in the industry. Well, we're sorry to see you moving to Texas, but, you know, I'm sure it's another chapter in your life that you're looking forward to and should enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, you've come to know a lot of people in this industry, I think, as you've yeah. seen it grow and develop through the years. I'm not sure there's anyone you don't know or anyone that you haven't served on committees with in the AMA and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Give us a little bit of background of what you've done with the AMA. Oh, my goodness. Um, I've been on every committee that they have, except for executive committee. And I have um, chaired uh, the Big Hearts, Little Hands Committee for a few years um i'm on i've been on government affairs um when i was working for you and denny dobbins um uh, denny was on the you and denny were on the government affairs and i started to become very passionate about it and that's when i wanted to be involved so been on government affairs since probably 2004 or so yeah very active in that industry and so you know, we're, we're looking at the wealth of experience and knowledge that you have. And, and let me ask you a question. If someone was trying to get into this industry, knowing what you know now, and I mm-hmm. assume you've enjoyed your years in, oh. in this type of work and obviously a people person, what would be your advice to someone who wanted to now get into this business? Um, this is one of the best businesses in the world, I think. 
um, it's very can be very rewarding. It's not for everyone, but if you're a people person, and you are warm and friendly, and you're a hard worker, um, I started as a leasing consultant and was a regional manager before I came to work for uh, you and Denny. So um, you know, working hard, uh, becoming more educated, but I would say that um, you know it can be a lifelong career. There's no cutoff date. You can be 80 years old and still leasing apartments and, or, or leasing and still have a job. So it's been very rewarding. I always like that steady paycheck. Are you referencing my age by any chance? Uh, no, not yours. <laughs> just mine. Okay. <laughs> Getting there. <laughs> you, know, you say there's, there's really no age limits. There's no ceilings. Uh, I assume no. you can do what you want to do. Pretty much, yeah. Whatever you if set your goals to do. If you're diligent and you meet your goals and mm-hmm. you, um, you know, you're a hard worker and you're a good worker, and you have those people skills and the and you gain knowledge as you go along, it can just be a very very rewarding career. In in your looking back through the past, mm-hmm. okay, if you had it all to do over again, would you do it the same way? I think I would. I, I would. I love the multifamily industry. Love it. I've loved every minute of it. I'm happy I don't have to do it anymore. Uh, decrease, de- uh, decrease my, um, you know, my stress level quite a bit over the last several years. But um, I love to teach it, and I love to hear um, all my friends and their issues and their, uh, you know, if you like problem solving, this is a great, great career path. It's kind of like where the rubber meets the road. It is. It yeah. is. And that's where the action takes place. Yeah. Excuse me. Now, you've also been on the vendor side. I have, yeah. And uh, if someone was going into the vendor side, what type of advice would you give to them? I would say uh, you get what you put into it. So uh, just because you join an association or you start up a company and you, you go out there and you try to meet people, that's, that's not going to get you very far. you got to put in some hard work. You got to be involved. You got to be community oriented. So give back. Uh, but it's it's about knowing people and showing them the, uh, that you're trustworthy. You're honest. You're integrity. You know you have great integrity. And this, uh, you know, a lot of vendors get into let's just say the Arizona Multi Housing Association, and then they come back within a year and they say, Oh my gosh, I'm not getting any business. Well, it's how much work are you putting into it? Are you actually trying to be involved and, and get to know people and, and show them that you're worth the effort to be successful with them? And, and be, it's actually about becoming a partner. Uh, Sounds to me like it has to be a passion. It has to be a passion. It does. Right. It, it doesn't just come to you. It's not a given just because you belong to an organization. You know, I, I'm on the membership committee with the AMA, and for years I, I've said to new vendors who have come on board, don't expect to just get immediate business. It doesn't come like that. You have to put into it. You have to develop relationships because our industry, the multifamily industry, is very much a relationship-driven business. It seems like what you're saying also, if, if you agree or disagree, is basically it needs to be a win-win. It does. We're all helping each other succeed. We're helping each other We're succeed. Pulling each other up. Yeah. And, and I always say if you're a new vendor coming in, meet other vendors. Uh, vendor, vendors can give you business. Vendors can refer you business. Uh, other vendors are not your competitors. 
they can be your true friends. I have a lot of competitors over the years who have been my friends. Excellent point. You yeah. know, we've said for years in this type of business, in the multi-housing business, is you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> no, you cannot. And through oh. your career, through these many years, have there been any funny stories, instances, things oh. you'd like to share that you remember oh. that are kind of hold a special place in your brain? All, all the, the horror stories, Matt? I, I don't think we want to get into those. Well, we don't have that much time, every d- I know. Share, share one or two with oh. us. Okay, well, one time um, I, I had a building that the people kept complaining about roaches. So we, um, you know, we kept sending in the exterminator for different sides of the building, et cetera, but it would seem like it would chase them from one side to the other. So finally we said, okay, we're going to do an inspection on the whole building. So we gave everybody notices. We um, went in to do the inspections one by one. So we knock on the door of this apartment, and this, this woman answers the door, invites us in, and as soon as we come in, the walls are almost black, the roaches start dropping on us, and uh, needless to say, that was uh, one of those things that led to an eviction and led to us calling uh, Child Protective Services because there were small children living in that home. Sounds like you should get hazard pay for something Hazard like pay for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've said that for years. Property managers need hazard pay for sure. Well, when you walk into a situation oh. like that, it's almost hard to believe it is. That, that, that oh. can exist. What? And yeah. you see a lot of things in property management that you may not see in, mm-hmm. in other businesses that, that you might get into. And I'm sure at the time, it probably wasn't very funny, was it? No. It's one of those no. circumstances where mm-hmm. time plus crisis equals humor. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very difficult. But I mean, you know, we, we, we have these stories. You know, we have these needs for eviction but we also have good positive stories too. You know, people who are good neighbors, who pay their rent on time, who uh, you know help and want to give back to the community, want to participate in the events that we have, and those are the the types of residents that we love. You know, we love sure. those stories that are success stories and that people are really truly happy living in our communities. And with that, obviously, there have been community activities. You're involved with Big Hearts, Little Hands, right? things of that nature. Explain mm-hmm. to us a little bit Big Hearts, Little Hands. Well, uh, Big Hearts for Little Hands started about 16, 17 years ago. And uh, Pam Shelton was uh, one, of the, one of the prime uh, board members who wanted to see us reach out into the community and do something great. So we became... Um, we really became involved with a organization called You Mom, and You Mom is a homeless shelter for families because uh, You Mom believes that no child should ever have to live in their car under a bridge. And so uh, we started raising money, and we've raised thousands and thousands of dollars over the last, I would say, sixteen years uh, for bi- in uh, Big Hearts for Little Hands is the AMA. Um, uh, community uh, outreach program. It's kind of their program. Yeah, it's the community sure. outreach program. And I assume there's been a lot of people involved in this in the multi-housing industry. A lot of people. We, we go all the way to the communities, to the regional managers, 
to, you know, the, out, out into the residents. We try to get everybody involved in this because this is a, a real serious issue in Arizona. And these are some of the things the public obviously doesn't ordinarily see. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of involvement in the multi-housing industry for the fundraising and, and to assist in these areas, which there's never enough help that can be given. No, never. And so, you know, we, we give our kudos to not only you, but all those in the multi-housing industry that have contributed to this and give mm-hmm. their time and their effort. And they, they work a lot in raising these funds for, yep. for a good cause. Yep. So yep. We're, we're happy about that. We're excited that you have some new things happening in your life. We're sorry that we're going to be seeing you move. Tell us where you're moving. I'm moving to a, a small town. There's 9,000 people that live there. It's called Breckenridge, Texas. And mm-hmm. uh, we have a large double lot right on the lake. So I look out my backyard and and there's the lake. And it's full right now. It's at 104%. Wow. So that's a good thing. Yeah. And uh, my husband's family actually lived there for 40 years. Nice. And so we have a new home mm-hmm. that we've put on the property, and now we're getting the property ready, you know, to live, and that's going to be our retirement home. Well, you're going to get a well-deserved break. Yeah. You know, I want to yeah. tell you, it's been my honor to know you through the years, to work uh, with you very closely. Uh, a lot of people have been blessed by your efforts, mm-hmm. and we appreciate that. We wanted to give you a warm send-off and wish you the best as, as time goes on. You've got a cell phone. You you know where we live. Yeah. So come on back and see us. Well, I will. I'm going to be FaceTiming you, Matt, because oh. you know I always need – you know, here's the thing I say about attorneys. you got to have one in your back pocket. <laughs> and you know what, Matt? You've been a great – you have been a great attorney who's always been responsive. And even though I haven't been in property management now for about six years, you've always been responsive to me. And same with your partner, Mark Zinman and – you know, Scott, they, these guys are, are, you guys are the best. Well, and, thanks. I'm, I'm you know, honored to work with them. I enjoy yeah. being with them. They're my friends and, yeah. and very competent people. I've enjoyed working with you and the mm. competency that you've offered and the, the advice that you've given through the years. I want to tell you thank you so much for our years of association. And thank and we you. We wish Matt. you the best. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Good luck, Deborah.